Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yes, and sitting in for Smithy, we've just gone 11 o'clock. We're here till 1.30 or 1.25 when we'll hand over to Daniel McCarty and crew for our ball-by-ball commentary here on SCNZ. And also doing ball-by-ball commentary for Sky Television is the usual host. It's a nice, comfortable time of the day. Ian Smith, welcome in. Stockley. Ah, Steffi, pleasure to talk to you on uh, my slot. And, you, I mean, you just hand in gloves, mate, just taking over. <laughs> Taken over. It's a coup. It's a coup. I quite like this time slot. I quite like the three hours, Smithy. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Mate, we are. Uh, look, I'm really enjoying this Women's World Cup cricket. And I'll be honest, I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. I'm really engaged with the games that New Zealand aren't playing, uh, and I didn't think I would. That game yesterday was just yet another. We've had amazing finishes, we've had high skill level. Has it surprised you? Not really. Um, I'd, I'd sort of been following quite a knowing full well that this World Cup was coming up. I'd, I'd kind of been following women's cricket a bit more closely than I had prior to, uh, you know, uh, the last couple of years because, uh, you know, they were demanding, their, their skills and that were demanding more attention from, from people that love cricket and, and commentate cricket. So I had been, um, but I, I've, I've been absolutely fascinated by this tournament so far. The skill levels um, are superb. Uh, the intent, the work they put in, uh, it's, it's, it's no less than what um, the men do at the same level. It's just, you know, the, the, I, su- I suppose the big difference, Steph, is it's not in the batting. Um, the fielding is perhaps just a, a little bit below where it should be for some of the teams, uh, and they're working on it. And the pace of the bowling is, is no what you'd call, you know, we're so used to pace in the game as such. But uh, what they make up for uh, is, is their willingness um, the fact that they've just, you know, gone whole hog for this tournament has just been outstanding. Uh, and the batting side of it, some of the batting skills are, are, are sublime. They really are. My shining light has been the West Indies. I mean, they've come to this Cricket World Cup and they've beaten New Zealand and they've beaten England. They're two from two, sitting just behind Australia on the table due to run rate. Um, and the thing I love about them, they love playing the game. They're so good to watch. They are when they're winning. Uh, they're great. They're great TV, aren't they? They're just fantastic. And they, if you're at the ground, you can hear them. You watch them. They're bubbly, uh, and and you know they will continue to do that while they're winning. I mean, most times do, but they do they do winning better than most. You're right. Um, and, and they've got two wins under their belt from two games that most people thought they'd have lost. Mm. Most people would have thought they would have lost to New Zealand. Most people would have thought they would lose to England. So instead of being Two and zero, uh, oh and two, I should say. They're two and zero, which puts them in a really handy position. And what it effectively means, from our point of view, is we need them to keep on winning. Yes. Um, you know, we need the West Indies now, uh, and they've still got, they're going to play sides now that they will beat. They'll beat Bangladesh. Um, they will probably beat Pakistan. 
uh, they'll go real close against South Africa. So from from our point of view, we need, um, the way I read it, Australia and the West Indies keep winning and us to battle for the other two places. Yeah, I sort of worked out you can probably, you can make the four by dropping one. I mean, not not everyone's going to go through unbeaten. So one loss, two loss perhaps, but you'll need others to have two losses as well and run rates. You just don't want that. So we need to win from here on in. We take on India today at Seddon Park in Hamilton. And the last time they met, yes, India had a win against the New Zealand side. Um, they're sort of coming at it slightly differently. New Zealand have had an extra game. India had a very easy win against Pakistan. How do they shape up against each other? Well, look, I, I'm a bit worried about it because of that win. They trended better um, in that series as it went on, I think, at John Davies Oval in Queenstown. So, and then I, I, they, they did what they had to do, albeit their batting was uh, just a little bit shaky against Pakistan, but they, they did what they had to do there to win. So they were pretty comfortable when they left the ground, I know that, but the, the problem uh, I see from our point of view is that um, our, our bowling staff worries me. You know, mm. it, it just uh, our ability to get people out, our ability to restrict uh, just hasn't been there. And, and that means uh, we uh, are always putting extra pressure on our batters, and, th- and that is a worry. Uh, and that's, that's how I see the game today, really, uh, whether our bowlers can step up and get some early inroads. Uh, this, this Indian top... Six is as good as any in the tournament when you look at Mandana, uh, Harman Prikor, Deepthi Sharma, Matali Raj, Snairana and Pooja Vitraska who put the runs on the other day. Uh, they're punishing. They're dangerous. Uh, so I, I kind of figure it's who bats best out of their top six. And our top six of Bates, Devine, Kerr, Satterthwaite, Green and Martin. It, it's pretty much where it is to me. I, I'm not sure their bowling attack is magnificent either. Uh, so it's batting a bit against batting for me, and who comes out on top? Amelia Kerr's just been an absolute uh, godsend in the batting stocks. But have we lost Amelia Kerr as a threatening bowler as a consequence of I don't know if her focus has changed on batting. She she was world class spinner. Have we seen her dip off a bit, or have the bats uh, the batters figured her out a bit? No, I think it's a great observation, Steph. Uh, last World Cup, she batted seven, eight, nine, mm. uh, and her focus was really to be our number one leg spinner. Uh, she has admitted very, very publicly that his focus in between World Cups and of late has been the batting side of things, and she's been given this extra responsibility to bat at three, which would suggest she has to spend more time on her batting. And I think it has been to the detriment of her bowling. Uh, so that is an issue for us in, in that regard. I mean, she is a world-class all-rounder, but the batting side of it now appears to be a lot stronger than the bowling aspect of it, which weakens our bowling. Again, it weakens uh, the way we, we go about that. So, look, she's incredible young talent. I mean, I interviewed her the other day for television. Honestly, she still looks like a, a young schoolgirl. She's mm. just so fresh-faced and so young-looking. You kind of take a double-take to, to say she's one of the powers of world cricket, one of the powerhouse players of world cricket uh, and the women's side of things. It's quite quite amazing, but... Uh, she's got a lot on her today, uh, as the Bates, uh, Bates, Devine, and, and Satterthwaite, the top four there. Uh, they're going to do the bulk of the damage. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, they're going to Hamilton. Hamilton was uh, the scene of that 600-run game the other day between Australia and England. It's good batting surface, good outfield, so there's no reason why they shouldn't bat well. Uh, but they've, they've got this thing now, uh, they look at points table pressure. Both these sides uh, look at points table pressure, really, because 
Um, India know full well that most sides are going to beat Pakistan, which they did in game one. I really hope that Leah Tahu, who uh, for a long time has been uh, earmarked as the fastest bowler in women's cricket or, or right up there, she hasn't ripped through a team for a little while, Smithy. Um, what a day to do it today. If she could just knock off, as you say, this dangerous top order of India, if we can get them sort of 23 for two or 31 for two or something like that, we need a bowler to grab a game for us, don't we? Yeah, look, she's been disappointing, uh, very disappointing, uh, I think it's fair to say, um, to the point where they might not pick her today. I, I'm looking at the mix, and you know, uh, on form, she doesn't deserve to be in the side. Mm. On experience, uh, they may go for that because this is such a very big game, and they can hopefully trust the fact that she'll, she'll have sorted out a few issues. Bowling way too short, uh, getting picked off, um, as you like, the pace. Uh, and the, the nature of the pitch is you just cannot be short uh, unless you're very, very quick. Uh, she's not that quick, so unfortunately that she's getting knocked around the park. So whether they go with Leah Tahuhu, whether they bring in Hayley Jensen, uh, I think they've got to stay with Jess Kerr because Jess Kerr's turning into quite a valuable all-rounder for them. Uh, she's got a, a nice control over what she's doing, and, and, and like her sister, you know, she deserves to be clearly in the side. Um, and then you've got Frankie Mackay. Frankie Mackay is an interesting selection. Will they trust in Frankie Mackay? I think they've got to go experience today. Uh, so I'd be going with Frankie. Um, and, and then um, that means that uh, the young girls, uh, Jonas and Plummer, will probably miss out again today. But they've still, they've still got to sort that bowling side of things out. If they bowl like they have in the first two games, India could well score 300. Uh, I just had the panel with Sam Ackerman and James Regan. Uh, it's, good, it's a good little segment there, the Dilmati panel. Mm. I, I chucked to them, Smithy, overnight, the ICC. It looks like they're going to ratify that Mancad is now a legitimate form of dismissal. I can see division and people saying that's ridiculous or that's great. Where, where do you stand on the Mancad? Well, I don't like it. I never have liked it. I think it's... I think it's just a cheap shot, really, uh, to be fair. Batters have got to learn that you can't crib ground, um, you know, and that's been accepted over the years. And if you're going to do it on a, a regular basis, then I suppose you'd be, you, you deserve to be punished for it because, effectively, you're cheating by getting a head start. Um, so if you're out of the ground when the bowler's still in the bowler's hand, that's your problem and you've got to run with it. So they'll have to learn to do that, but... It just doesn't seem right to me morally. It's because I'm, man, I'm old. I'm 60-something. It's something I've never, ever enjoyed watching happen. It's something I've never, ever endorsed on the field. If I was a captain and someone got run out like that, I would, I would, with my upbringing, I would have to call them back and say, I'm sorry uh, to my teammates, but uh, that's not the way we do things. We'll get them out properly, if you, if you don't mind. So for all of a sudden to become a legal thing, look out for the game. Look out. Um, look out now when you're watching cricket on television or if you're watching at the park. Keep a very, very close eye on the bowler from here on in because they've legitimised something that wasn't in the game and it's going to, it's going to, I think at times be quite ugly and it could lead to confrontations on the field of play. Mm. And finally, Smithy, I've had this bit of paper in my pad for for quite a while now. We have Mastermind on our show, and someone picked as their specialist subject the 1992 Cricket World Cup, right? He got five out of ten. I've been dying to do it with you because you were playing. (laughs) I've been dying to do it with you. Okay. All right, so I'm not going to put the clock on you, but just see how you go. Right, New Zealand, question one. New Zealand won seven matches and lost two. Who were their losses to? 
Uh, to Pakistan. Correct. Martin Crowe batted on one leg in the semi-final. How many runs did he score? 91. Correct. Oh, you're good. In the opening match of the Cup, New Zealand played Australia. Which Australian batter was dismissed for exactly 100? David Boone. Correct. In the round-robin game against Zimbabwe, who opened the batting for New Zealand? Uh, good one, good one, good one, good one. Um, I think... Um, uh, I'm going to say Great Batch and Latham, but I think Crow might have been in there. I'll go Great, great Batch and Latham. Go Great Batch and Latham and you're correct. Oh, you've got a clean slate so far. Uh, Martin Crow was the leading run scorer for the tournament with 456. Who was second with 437? Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Um, I'm going to go... Um Javid Mandad. Jeez, oh, you're good. Jeez, you're good. Uh, New Zealand provided the second highest wicket taker. Who was it? Second highest wicket taker in the World Cup. May well just have been, and this is one I will get wrong here, um, it may well just have been Willie Watson. No. Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Oh, Harry. Harry, sorry, Harry. <laughs> um, how many Cricket World Cups had been played prior to 1992? Right, let me go. Uh, I think they started in 75. 75, 79, that's two. 83, three. 87, four. Um, yeah, I'm thinking four, unless they will have one in 90. 75, 79, 83, 87. Four. Four is correct, yes. And we've got three more to go. Name one of the umpires that stood in the 92 Cup final. David Shepherd? No, no. he can't have because England were playing. That's no, David Shepherd? No, 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 no. Brian? Well, England, were play- England were playing. So uh, there'll be an, um, an Australian umpire and maybe um, Venkat. No, look, Brian Aldridge and Steve Buckner. How about that? Well, there you go. They didn't get that. You've got to excuse me for that. Because we got knocked out in the semi-final, I was slightly hammered in the stands. <laughs> and the final question, who captained England at the World Cup? Uh, who captained England at the World Cup? Uh, Graham Gooch? Yes. Well, there you go. You got eight out of yep. ten, and our contestant got five. Yeah. So you're through to the final, uh, and we'll call you back <laughs> next week. <laughs> Just see me. Just send me the prize. What yeah. the hell with it? You happy with some Whopper vouchers from Burger King? <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't be? Yeah. Who wouldn't be happy with Whopper vouchers? Yeah. Brilliant, Smithy. Enjoy your day, mate. Lovely chatting to you. Yeah, cheers, Steph. See you, mate. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.